Everybody, thanks for tuning up Pogo City Radio. We're getting a Halloween pogo on. Here's blank. Oh, damn, that's all fucked up. But uh, speaking of blanks, it's that bitch, the biggest hoe I know. <laughs> Renee Wasted, Renee Blanks. It's her fucking birthday. Happy her bar- actual birthday. Happy birthday. Is my mic off? No, I just lowered it. Okay. So it's not Happy birthday, Mar- uh, Renee. <laughs> yes, that's that was a great one. Great. Yes, Sean here, by the way. But yes, Renee's birthday, $4. Sean, Andrew Bedlam. We are here hanging out. We're going to be playing some uh, Halloween punk yeah. rock, if you will. Yeah. And we're going to be talking, talking about horror now, movies. And now, shit. I saw The Exorcist Believer. I believe that's what it's called. Yeah. I'm not going to do any spoilers, but we are going to talk about it a little. But we're going to also just talk about like horror movies in general. Okay. Like You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, we'll be talking about some of our favorite horror movies. We're going to be playing some of our favorite Halloween punk tracks. Now, I don't really want to call this the official Halloween episode, but it is. It's part one. That was really the point. It's It's like the whole month. We're just going to celebrate the whole month of October. Because, like, this is the first show we've done in October, so. Yeah, I mean, it's still the first week of October, kind of, not really. My dad's birthday was two days ago. Renee's birthday today, so make sure you say happy birthday to that bitch. She's drowning in work, I'm sure. Yeah, it's busy season for her as far as I know so she'll be uh, cool the second half of October yep so she'll have like one weekend left or so to like do some Halloween shit you know what I'm saying she is having that party Oh, yeah, forgot about She's that. She's having a Halloween party. It's going to be fun. I still have to get my costume. I got to get my kids costume. Now, are your kids coming, right? Yes. Are you crashing or are you going back home? I'm probably going back home. Yeah, we're all crashing, but go on. Uh, well, that was it. I got to get my costume and then uh 
my son wants to be a soldier, and that always makes me think of Soldier Boy. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> you ever heard that band Self Abuse? They had that song called "Didn't Want to Be a Soldier." That song, you ever hear that song before? I don't know. No, all right. But it makes me think of that. It makes me think of that. It's like I would never want to be a soldier for Halloween, but my son wants to be a soldier. It, unless he goes to Spirit Halloween and he finds something that he likes better, he will change his mind like that. You know what I mean? We have been to Spirit of Halloween, I think, six times already. We were there twice this week. I haven't been in there yet because I don't have the money to go out in there and buy oh, the costumes and shit yet. My kids go in there like it's fucking Six Flags. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? My son likes it, too. got all the shit set up and, you know, and... And I'll usually bring them in there and let them, like, go play with everything and really look at all the costumes. And then we'll leave in a couple days later. They'll they'll have, like, thought about it and get something. And they like, play with go all in the one displays. In, I did go in a Spirit Halloween in Philly, like, a couple months ago. I was in Philly today. And uh, I was with Colin and, and my daughter. And... Uh, he he's pushing her in the stroller and there's like this giant like 10 foot tall like scarecrow woman looking thing <laughs> that every like 20 seconds would like lunge at you and i was like colin come look at this thing it's awesome and then he kind of not really thinking about what he was doing pushes the stroller right up to the the scary halloween oh it thing out. and it, it lunged at her and it freaked her out and she started crying for like 10 minutes yeah well you know me i got that jumping spider and yeah. I, i've said it before dude so many little kids man people be bringing their kid over and <laughs> but uh, i got smoke machines out there and everything yeah. we got the graveyard we got jack hanging out there we got empty soul girl which is like basically a On possessed yeah a possessed like think of like the ring girl it kind of right. looks like her with the long black hair and she's like gray and green and she sits on a swing it's like a wooden swing in my tree and nice. it's like yeah people get mad scared of it and I, does it swing by itself um well you could get an adapter thing that like from spirit that you put in her chest and it makes it swing but okay. when the wind blows she swings okay so that's, I got, that's uh, how mine operates what do I, got? I got zombie hands coming out of the ground i got some of them in my cemetery i got zombie hands coming out of the ground i got um a, a giant well not giant but it's like a Probably like this wide, like a bat skeleton. Oh, that's cool. Flying over the door, and I got like orange lights and shit lining the uh, the door jam and the wall and shit. So that's pretty cool. Now our uh, our friend Cheyenne, she does art and stuff, but uh, she has a one of those giant like um, the twelve skeletons. foot tall skeletons. Yes, that you can I've like seen a put bunch them of on them. the map. I, I saw a bunch of them, uh, fucking at my son's. Uh, football practice the other day i was driving over to palmer and uh i saw like two houses with with uh the 12 foot skeletons those are those things are fucking i wonder where people like keep those i was i was halloween i was at her house the other night and uh she has now when you get it standard um the eyes are mad realistic and they blink and they also blink vertically so they blink like the skeleton's eyes blink but then they also blink like Right, you know, I got you. And uh, but um, and then she has the adapter thing that's like made for him, but you have to buy separately. That it's like a light in his rib cage that you know changes like all the fluorescent colors. It's mad big. It's mad cool. It's like one of her most prized possessions. You know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're totally pumped for Halloween. And being that we are pumped for Halloween, why don't we get? to another Halloween track. Now, uh, I was playing this one 
for my kids yesterday, and I guess it'll be a good segue to talk about some movies, because this was the first version of Night of the Living Dead I ever saw. Therefore, the first zombie movie I ever saw was Return of the Living Dead. And uh, I can remember being in Irvington, like literally being like, mm, I don't know, six years old probably, and thinking it was the best movie ever. And like, it was one of my like, one of my early influences of like punk rock people. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like we're like yeah. seeing them like in a movie or something like that. But yeah, I'm stalling while I heat up my dab and find the album. Cause it's actually on Smell of Female. Cause I'm pretty sure it came out for the movie. I'm talking about the track Surfing Dead. Now, Smell of Female by The Cramps is a live album that came out in 1983, but the last track on it is a studio track, and it was featured in the movie pretty heavily. Here's Surfing Dead by The Cramps.
All right, the cramps right there, absolute classic. Now, there's multiple cramps posters all over my house, and my kids have always listened to the cramps. But Wednesday, the Netflix show by Tim Burton. Yeah. Now, there, there, there might be spoilers here. I don't know. It's been out for a while, so I'm going to speak freely. But uh, I absolutely love that show, and I remember watching it. And the first episode when a monster comes out and like I had to be talked into watching it. I have to be talked into everything. And, <laughs> and um, the monster comes out and I was like, wow, this was actually really cool. But I said, I was like, but to be honest, though, I think I like it. I said, because it's definitely like a hardcore Tim Burton ripoff. Like, you know right, what I mean? Right. And Jess was like, no, it's a Tim Burton show. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, well, I can so totally tell that. But yeah, yeah OK, awesome. And Plus, like, Jenna Ortega is hot. Well, yeah. I can say that now, but in the first episode of Wednesday, that bitch looks like 11 teen, so I wasn't really. <laughs> she's like 20. She's like 22 or something. Yeah, like that I know, life, I know. So but um, no, she's all over my Facebook. But uh, anyway, um, so the cramps. It's hilarious because I remember being at Sheena's birthday last year, or maybe it was two years. I, I don't remember when this when it came out when she does the dance to uh, what is it, Goo Goo Muck. Right. And I've seen the interviews with Jenna Ortega, who portrays Wednesday. She picked that song out. That's her favorite song. The Cramps are her favorite band. Right. And it was like, if you don't know what I'm talking about with the show, it was also like a TikTok craze where it all was. the girls were doing the dance the that Wednesday Jenna dance, Ortega yeah. does. Yeah. And Jenna Ortega actually made up the dance, and she put a little, paid a little homage to uh, the original, doing like some of her dance moves, but it actually got like cut. Like they, they show she does it in the dance, but like they show like other people dancing you know it's a television right. show so it's like panning around the room but uh, so all these people were doing the dance and then all these like little seven-year-old girls are at my house for Sheena's birthday and Goo Goo Muck comes on and they all like get in a line and are dancing and they know the words and because like my kids would know that period but like seeing all these little little kids that have no idea what punk rock is no idea who the cramps are and right. it wasn't even just like they, they probably were, don't even know much about like the adams family yeah. and uh well they would now because they got it from the show or unless they only got it from tiktok you're right but right. if they watch the if they show got it from tiktok but even know. even like wednesday the yeah, show it doesn't, it go doesn't into really Gomez go into the, the, all that much yeah it doesn't it does, really not the house but it, and it, it gives uh it's Kind of like a weird spin on the Adams family. I absolutely where, loved it. Where like you know I'm not I'm gonna actually. It's It's, old been, it's been out for like yeah. a year and a half. Yeah. Gomez is like um, accused of of killing somebody and 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 Morticia was actually the one that killed the guy and uh, she like covers up for him and and. Uh, but like have a point for spoiling. <laughs> I'm just saying it's not it's not something that would oh it's, it's not, not an Adams family plot line no like it's not something show. that would happen Understood. in the in the, in the original Adams You're family like the, plot. the 60s it. show or the movies yes. or even the cartoon show yes it's not it's not quite as campy it's more like a dark Batman movie yes you know what I mean like yes. it's more like yeah. It's like the Dark Knight meets yes, Adam Tim Shane. Burton yes. or whatever yeah I I really enjoyed it um what's his name Fred uh, Armisen. Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester. He's yeah. only in like two episodes. There's one episode where he's like a prominent co-starring character, and like there is like same thing like uh, Catherine Zeta Jones is Morticia, but they're not in every episode. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and I don't, I don't know. I looked it up once. The chick who plays, so they'd be doing flashbacks, and the chick who plays Morticia when the murder happens. Yo, that girl was mad hot. That brunette chick. I don't, I don't remember. Oh, I do. She was. I hot. remember I Catherine Zeta Jones because yeah. she's like. 
fifty something. I think. I know. I was like, she's still hot. I was like, damn, that chick. She's a little older. She's hot as hell. I was like, she looks familiar. And I, looked, I was like, that's Catherine Zeta Jones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but um, no, the show was totally. I I thought it was good. Definitely worth watching. Well, season two haven't. is coming out soon, isn't it? Or did yeah. it come out uh, already? Um, it didn't come out yet because we would have watched it. What has come out is the first episode of season three of Chucky. If you watch that on USA last year or whatever it was, I don't know why we're getting this interference noise. Last year I talked about it a bunch in the Halloween episode, but season three, episode one, just came out. It's on USA and Hulu. They have seasons one and two up. You should catch up on it. I think it's cool. It's, it's nice and graphic. It's a different telling of the story. Jennifer Tilly eventually comes into the story and gets a pretty prominent role. Her boobs are featured a lot. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, Jessica is going as Tiff. I am Chucky. Okay. Okay. Sheena is also Tiff. (laughs) (laughs) And Ava, Ava wanted, so Ava really likes to be scary things, but of course she's all about the Barbie movie. And so she wanted, she saw at Spirit the rollerblader costume, like the 80s one. And Jessica was trying to get me to do that with her. And I was like, come on, Jess. And and Ava was like, I want to do it. But she remembered me saying last year that I was going to do a zombie version of Elvis. She was like, can I do a zombie version of, like, can I get that costume and make myself a zombie? So she's going to be a zombie rollerblader Marbie. So she's going to be a Margot Margot Robbie Barbie in the California scene on the boardwalk, but she's gonna be zombied out. And okay. so I we're like all it. we're all like killer dolls, we're all going to Renee's. Um, it's gonna be a good time. This sounds like a big spirit of Halloween infomercial. We should be sponsored by them. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I gotta I gotta just go in Spirit Halloween and find something that I like. Yeah, you should go in there do. and hang out. Yeah. That's what you gotta do. And dude, it's so good, especially like my kids, because like there's a huge Beetlejuice section and there's a huge nightmare before Christmas section. And speaking of so Beetlejuice 2, totally pumped for that. Jenna Ortega yes. in it. Uh she's Winona gonna have, Ryder's she's, coming back. And uh, so is uh, Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton. Yeah. and they also added, um, who was the other dude they added? They added Jenna Ortega and someone else, another uh, like, big name that wasn't in it the first time. I don't we'll remember. Have to look it up. If that's the case, but I don't know who it is. I, I remember them talking about this like when I was in fucking high school, and this thing would get talked about, and it would get dropped, yeah, and then it would get funded, and then it would been, lose it. And then it's it would, been teased about for like 10 years well, now. Well, it did. It, it officially like fell off. Like whoever was putting it out and then like backed out, and it died and came yeah. back. So it is official now, and it's Jenna Ortega. And some, look it up real quick. Uh, Beetlejuice 2 cast. But it was the, the top billing is Michael Keaton, Winona Ryder, and then it's Jenna Ortega. I can't think of who the first, fourth person is, but uh, totally psyched to see that coming out. And what else did we just say? We said Beetlejuice and uh, Crickets, Crickets, Crickets. You were talking about Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, yeah, Nightmare Before Christmas and Hocus Pocus are both in theaters because they're the 30-year anniversaries. Did you see That's they're doing, cool. Uh, did you see they're doing a, a Hocus Pocus 3? Oh, Ava's going to be pissed. It's funny. My kid, I almost feel like she's a hipster because she absolutely has loved Hocus Pocus since the first time she saw it. You know what I mean? And she's been watching it her whole life. Are you talking about Willem Dafoe? No. Willem Dafoe is in Beetlejuice 2. No, it it was somebody. I wanted to say Johnny Depp, but I don't think it's Johnny Depp. But it was like somebody like that. But um, I mean, it would be Johnny Depp if it were I feel a like Tim Burton was, movie. I feel like it was Johnny Depp. It would make sense what at least. It? 
is Johnny Depp in Beetlejuice too? Now, now it's like one big Google commercial. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, totally psyched for all this. Why don't we get some uh, music playing all about Halloween? But uh, the cramps are good anytime. I mean, I watch this stuff anytime, all the time. But I was talking about Spirit, and they got mad cool like novelty stuff. Like right. from Beetlejuice and Nightmare Before Christmas, from stuffed animals to statues to like like I have the cemetery and they're like the styrofoam ones, but I got like the ones with good stage. I and used everything. to have the styrofoam. Uh, you keep cutting me off and making me lose my train of thought. That's <laughs> the third time. So wait, <laughs> but uh, they have the Beetlejuice fucking um, tombstone. Yes, tombstone, and it lights up. And I always go to buy it, and I coach myself up, and I'm like, I'll do it. I'm gonna pay sixty. I'm gonna do it, and I pick it up, and then I realize, I go, holy shit, this thing's fucking eighty. Fuck that. And then I always <laughs> put it back. But I want it so fucking bad. But what were you gonna say? Um, I I used to have those styrofoam uh, headstones, tombstones that I used to put in my front yard, but. Those fucking things last like one year and then they're done with you're, you're yeah, done with them. I had them, but now they make them stronger with the I don't know. That's why I said I got the ones with the bigger stakes. And I've had mine for like three Plus years. Plus when you put now. them in the grass, you can't mow the grass. That sucks, yeah. But I've had mine for like three years now and um, they're actually holding up. There's like there is like two I'm gonna throw away this year out of like the five I have out there but three of them seem like they're gonna make it four years you know what I mean because I did get the other ones where they were different but we don't need to go into the details of how they stake mm -hmm. but yeah these ones are a little better I am looking for the unseen's version of Halloween which came out on uh, spirit on spirit Jesus fucking Christ <laughs> sound of Rebellion, yeah, I think it was the first one, or was it the second one? It was the second one with is Tom and Poo Poo's on Tom, the cover. Yeah, with the, him licking the pole or whatever. Yes, on in the, the subway. subway. Or but, the bus uh, or wherever yeah, they are. Yeah, it looks like a subway to me, but I'm, I can't be certain. I'm having trouble finding the live version. I'm going to find it. Sean, talk about something. Okay, so uh, something cool kind of happened today. Uh, the skeptics who we, well, I got to party with in L.A., uh, shared a hipster in the punk comic because the latest one that came out on Friday is about the skeptics and how they're English and you can't understand what the fuck they're oh saying. Oh my god, I couldn't understand <laughs> anything they said. <laughs> and uh, it, it, go check it out. So they shared it, and uh, Jason, Jason tagged me in a comment or whatever. It was like, yeah, my my friend Sean and his brother do these, and he, he was partying with us in L.A. And they were like, yeah, we remember Sean. Blah, blah, blah. He got a Woody right there. <laughs> I got to share. Uh, <laughs> so I got to share that. No, but that's one of your all-time favorite uh, bands. I remember, yeah. and anybody who is listening, when I was like, so who are you looking forward to seeing? Me and Jess, we both were like, yeah, he's going to say the skeptics. We <laughs> knew you were saying that. And then I uh, remember hearing everybody was like, yeah, skeptics were hanging out all night and such and such and such and such. And then uh, I saw them like in the green room and they were talking in between me and Mike and Mike looked at me to be like, what did he say? And I was like, I have no fucking idea, man. None whatsoever. But we're going to get to the unseen up next covering the misfits. This is live in Japan. Mark on vocals from the Sound of Rebellion volume two ADD records, bitches. They played at CY Fest. The song's called Halloween. Thank you. I'm 
Unseen. Playing in Japan, Halloween covering the Misfits. We're probably not going to play the Misfits version because that'll get us muted. But anyway, uh, me and Andrew wanted to talk about some of our favorite horror movies. Now, me personally, I feel like it's uh, almost a prerequisite to be into horror flicks. To and, and if you're into punk rock, it, it's almost like synonymous with liking horror movies. I feel like a lot of punk rockers I like horror, horror. Cult like horror movies. It's a cult, like right. you know, kind of like cult me, scene underground. Me personally, I I like horror flicks, but I'm not like super into them. I'm more into comedies and shit. I'm into like raunchy comedies, but. I, it's not like I've never seen a horror movie in my life. So, uh, so what would you say? I've always been into the Saw movies because I like the gory so shit. Franchise, okay. Fran the, the Saw franchise. That's one um, way to look. Yeah, I, I like to I, look at them as. I've franchises. watched them all. I watched yes. them all. I, what, 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 what was your? What do you think your favorite of the Saws is? Um, Saw two, where the ah. the, the the chick gets the the, the junk, needles. The junkie gets everybody of I syringes. Everybody that, says that's that scene. fucked up. That's the uh, the second one, man. That's fucked I, up. I would probably go. The first one was so classic, and I loved it. And then at the end, when he gets locked in the room yeah. and like you know and it was so it was like such I mean I'm sure other movies were made like this at the time but for, it was the first time I really saw a movie like shot like that like in one room right with, like two guys there you know it cuts out but a lot of it just takes place in like that like shower or bath whatever they're in that tiled room but then that second one yeah, man like, when they like take a... her and throw her in those needles that's one of the most classic yeah but what are you gonna say um Fucking, I I just love the the mental fuck that the Saw movies bring because it's like he has a purpose. Do you, you want to? Yeah, he's trying to teach people like life lessons basically by making them choose life over like a limb everything. that they have. <laughs> yeah, or life over an everything. Eye, an eye or a fucking having to kill somebody else to save your own life. Like mm. that mental fuck. Is what I enjoy about the Saw movies. Now, um, psychological, psychological, yeah, that type of shit. So, uh, w what are some of your favorites then? Well, before I get to my favorites, I want to talk about another classic scene. I remember one of the most. Were you? I know Graham was there. I don't think you were there. Were you there when we saw The Ring in theaters at Regal when it came out? I did see. I did went. see The Ring in theaters, but I. I don't think it was with I, us. Well, I don't think it was with you. Dude. I saw it with a buddy of mine. It, like, changed our lives. And I will say, I think one of the most classic horror scenes of all time was in the first one when she crawls, crawls out of the out screen of the yeah. for the first time, dude. Yeah. Dude, I remember watching that live on the big screen and all of us being like, what in the fuck? And I remember all of us leaving, and I went with our friend Graham, who I've talked about on here a bunch. But uh, I went with him, and he was like a total like film nerd. You know yeah, what I mean? I remember that. And about we Graham. were both like moved. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I remember taking the sticker that was on the front of like the glass door of the movie theaters, like right. advertising it and like ripping it off and taking it with me. Like this was the best. Now, not that I would put the ring franchise in my tops, but that I think that it, at just, I think those two scenes go together as like early 2000s, like classic, like you hear about that needle scene and uh, you hear about my stoner ass. What the fuck did I just talk about? 
the ring. No, her crawling out of the camera. Yeah, dude. Those two scenes are fucking insane. But my favorite, like, 80s old school cult classic franchise is uh, Freddy. I've always been a Freddy okay, guy. Yeah, I was yeah. Freddy for Halloween, uh, I think it was last year. Actually, me and my kids. And I've Jess, seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, I had the uh, whole box set. Like, yeah. Yeah, I would say my favorite one. It's I've, seen, I've seen all those, like, I don't want to, I guess they're cult classics. I've seen Child's Play. I've seen. Um, Freddy vs. Jason. I've the seen the 80s. Well, that's I've, not 80s, that, but you mean 80s, but Freddy I've seen, and I've seen, Jason. I've seen um, Friday the 13th. Well, let me finish what I was saying. <laughs> Jesus. All right. <laughs> I was seeing this. I was seeing that. I was seeing this. No, but I, I wanted to talk about like what uh, my favorite Freddy was, and I was going to say, if you remember, I think it's like it's definitely not the first one. But I do like the first one, the one where they go into the video game for one scene. It's like the third or fourth, and the dude, he smokes weed, and he's, like, having fun, and, like, you know, he starts, like, nodding out or whatever, and he's playing, like, a video game, and Freddy, like, sucks him into the video game, and the kid's, like, having mad fun, and he's attacking him. But, uh, yeah, no, I totally love the Freddy shit, but what else would you put on your list? Um, you know what movie really fucked with me? The one scene is, do you ever see The Hills Have Eyes? Oh, of course. The, the, um, the, the rape scene. Oh, it was, it was so graphic, the, and they're so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude, that's right. I totally, yeah, dude, that movie was so, and they're all so inbred and, like, gross. Yeah, like you know what, you know what other one I always like, too, which is, like, kind of campy and corny, but you ever see Cabin Fever? Me and Jess were talking. Remind me of it, because Jess it's was the talking one, about it's it. It's the one where the, it with the kids go to the, the the college kids go to the cabin in the woods, mm -hmm. and they all get like a flesh eating virus because someone dies in the water. And someone dies yeah. in the water. Yep. No, yeah. Yep. Uh huh. Uh huh. See what it was. That's called what? Cabin fever. See, we were getting it confused with Cabin in the Woods. I was saying Cabin in the Woods and describing Cabin Fever. Okay. She was talking about Cabin in the Woods. I, I, yeah, I just figured this out now. But yeah, I know that one. And Cabin in the Woods, that one's where it's like monsters or something. Yeah, I only say. saw that once. I saw it once too. Like I didn't realize it till we stumbled on it, and I was like, oh, this isn't what I was talking about. But I did see this, and it was good. But I was talking about Cabin Fever. Yeah, there's a dead body in the yes. water. They all the drink the water. They start getting the disease. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, that was a good Their one. Their flesh starts peeling off and shit. I would say, I would say, my biggest franchises, like I said, are Freddy. And when I go with Chucky, now of course, you know, I like Andy in the first three child plays, but I love the '90s Chucky's. I need, I love Jennifer Tilly, and there's so much more like funny, like you know, right. Pride and Seed of Chucky right. are some of the movies of my youth. Like as well as like Return of the Living Dead. Like that was the absolute first one. But you know, that was even old when I saw it. Like, I saw it in, like, you know, like, 93. You know right. what I mean? It had been out for almost a decade by then, you know? And, uh, but, like, Chucky, Bride and Seed came out, like, and Jennifer Tilly was so hot, especially in Bride. Oh, my God, when she's got the blonde hair, when she's sacrificing him. Oh, my God. And, like, yeah, Jess is being, and Jess has got the boobs. Jess, <laughs> Jess is being Jennifer Tilly. It's gonna be fucking great. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Chucky, definitely. The 90s ones are my favorite. Absolutely love them. Um, 
But uh, what the fuck else? Well, I was gonna. Say, we were gonna talk about. Uh, let's let's play a track. But we were gonna talk about the franchises, and there was something else. Halloween. We were supposed to talk about, but uh, we're gonna get to another track. And uh, I do have. We're gonna play the Joneses. We don't play them much, and I do like to play their track, Graveyard Rock. I guess the other track we play on here from time to time is uh, Pillbox, but uh, Graveyard Track, uh, Graveyard, whatever the fuck I said, Graveyard Rock, Rock. during October for sure. Here's the Joneses. God damn it, Andrew, you're a son of a bitch, you <laughs> fucking asshole. Graveyard Rock on Pogo City Radio. So uh, me and Andrew were talking, and uh, after after we play or during that play, we, yeah, I can't talk. While playing that track, Andrew busted out some my uh, the some, bones, the bones, the Cheeto bones, white the, cheddar, the white cinnamon. cheddar one, not the cinnamon ones, because those taste like ass. I think they're if anything, they should taste like the churros from Taco Bell, but they don't. <laughs> they don't taste like churros at all. <laughs> um, so. But- Speaking of food, we were talking about uh, Halloween cereal. And we'll stop eating while the mics are unmuted. <laughs> well, Andrew will at least. But, uh, yeah, let's, uh, Sean's going to continue. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. But um, 
So yeah, I made a post on Facebook and I came across what was it like Halloween Crunch, and it, it's just basically um original Captain Crunch, but it's um it's got like ghosts and it turns the milk green and like just the box like Captain Crunch is like Dracula and like you know so he's got like fangs and a cape and shit and like the whole background's like you know like a staircase or some shit with spider webs and the back of it's got like ghosts and like haunted fucking nights like the inside of like a haunted right. museum or mansion right. so i scooped those and there was a bunch i was at um of course of course like the biggest shout outs when you're talking about halloween cereal you got to talk about frankenberry booberry and count chocula count chocolate. of course those are the classics count chocula yeah and they were the absolute first ones i got this year but i was at target and they had a bunch of other ones it was all the big name brand year-round cereals I'm trying to think of what the, some of the other ones were. There was an Apple Jacks one, and it was like a zombie. It was like mad weird. It was cool though. We yeah. were gonna get them, but um, and there was a third one. I don't remember what it was. But what what what's your what do you think? Do you have a favorite Halloween cereal? Um, I always just like the cow chocula. Chocolate guy. Cause it, yeah, cause I like chocolate cereal. Like I I like uh, cocoa puffs and uh, cocoa krispies and shit, and then. Uh, cow chocula is just even better because it's got marshmallows and shit in it. So, I mean, if there's, I don't really know Halloween cereals like that, but I mean, the vampire definitely tied in there. Definitely going with, um, I would go blueberry. So we're both going with like blueberries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? When I was a kid, my mom didn't let me have that shit. So as an adult, I, whenever I have a chance to buy. St- Sugary cereal, I do it because my mom was a. I was gonna say, was it mom, sugar or theme? No, it's sugar. Was, okay. Because my mom it was, was a dental hygienist in her early twenties. Yeah, and, well, your and, teeth are healthier than yeah. mine, my friend. So uh, my mom wouldn't get me the the sugary cereal when I was growing up. So now I I'm making up for lost time with the sugary cereal now. Dude, it's fucking crazy. My mother was a personal trainer. She was insane about her like physicalness. Her stature, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, yeah. And uh, she literally owned, well, she rented the space, but she owned a gym, like, she, like yeah. in Union Center. That woman to this day cooks the most unhealthy, shoves the worst stuff down my kids. She takes my kids to school every morning. I'm like, Mom, you can't bring my kids donuts every morning. My <laughs> kids cannot have donuts for breakfast every morning. You know this. Like, you know this. I know you know this. Why are you bringing donuts? Dude, she, because she's like an Italian woman, so it's all baking. See, now, right. I can eat pasta like no tomorrow. I can live on pasta, and I move a lot. I gain no weight. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, you cannot be eating bacon. Like that, and my mom will be like, "Hey, girls, I I brought you, and it's just like it's like red and green cereal, and it's topped with donuts and marshmallows and cupcakes." <laughs> and I'm like, "Jesus Christ, mom!" But uh, my, yeah. my mother-in-law is like the same way when it comes to like spoiling um, my kids and and my nephew and shit. Like, she'll buy them like fucking candy for like no goddamn reason. <laughs> and it's all I think it's just all just like they want to spoil their grandkids oh, yeah, type oh, thing, like. You do, you don't you, they like, don't have they you don't heard do that of diabetes. They they don't do it for you when you're growing up. But as soon as you, as soon as you pop out a few, then they're just like, here, have this, have this, and this, and this. 
Oh, dude, that was my grandparents, man. If I, I'd be leaving the house, I'd have like an extension cord, a random TV controller. They'd be sending my grandfather, be sending me home with, <laughs> like, just, and like a half-eaten box of cheeses. You know what I yeah, mean? That yeah. was my, that was my, uh, yeah, no joke. But uh, yeah, definitely. You know, I absolutely love Halloween. I don't know if it and and my, even my kid was talking about this and it's funny because i'm like sweetie you haven't had that many halloweens i don't understand like it was a very valid point but how you've adopted this point and only been on this planet for x amount of years and uh, like what are you comparing it to like what is your your uh, your sample size really right. you know right but um she was saying that she feels like more adults are cool with Halloween the past couple years. And I straight up agree with her. See, like, I've always been, like, hardcore about Halloween. But I feel like just around town, like, there's not usually a Wilson Halloween fair that they're that's going to be all Is weekend. that a new? Yeah, I know, yeah, heard about it. Is that and new? Like, and it's, yeah, that's, I don't ever remember that happening. And they that's always where they have the fair that's at the end of the school year. They don't have a fall thing. And it says live music rides, and that's like the best fair around here. My yeah. kids were like, oh shit. And they were promoting it at Spirit, and there was mad things being promoted about Spirit. And all the car washes do like the Halloween things. And I, I agreed with her, because it seems like even the like, like suburbanites who will be like like if they get seen in public with us they'd be like oh, did you have to wear that leather jacket <laughs> like they don't mind seeing you in october because the all passerby it's like festive. all of a sudden you fit in yes and it's also like and it'll be weird because i'll think this person is like so conservative and wouldn't be into this at all and then they'll have some like evil ass decorations at their house and i'll be like where the f when does the this comes out of you and i think it's like but it's just it is the norm like that is part of the suburbs it's only it's like it's only supposed to be from like october 5th to like november 2nd like <laughs> that's like the law yeah. but like you know what I mean? I Not mean, here. You but it's, go it, ahead. it does feel more mainstream. Would you agree? Like, more adult accepted. I mean, listen, me. Halloween can be just as much for adults as it is for kids. Like, you think about it. Who's throwing the Halloween parties? It's adults. They're... They're, they're, and they're throwing them for adults, adults and yep. their kids. Like, who are locked in the basement. We're, <laughs> like, we're going to Renee's party. Like, she's the kids are invited, but, like, who's throwing the party? Renee's throwing the party for... And we're going to see everybody there. We're going to see all our friends there, all our adult friends. And our kids will be doing backflips off the table. Yeah, <laughs> and, and our kids will be there. So, like... And, and when you say, like, these suburbanites, like, you, you, you drive around suburbia and you see fucking... Some of the craziest, foot tall yeah, some of the craziest fucking Halloween decorations. Like, so what I, I mean, I didn't know about this, uh, this fest or fair or whatever till um, I drove past. I was driving up uh, Northampton Street and I saw the um, the truck with the with the shit in it. Yeah, they I was the like, I was like, there. I was like, is there gonna be a fair? And then I get to my, there. I get to my in-laws' house and my sister-in-laws like. Yeah, there's there's gonna be a fair on Thursday for uh, like Wilson, and I was like, that's kind of weird. I thought they only did that in like. Who that presents? I actually <laughs> live in Wilson, son. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, uh, you want to go to the, the fair? <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, I'm 100. Would you think we're not going? We're doing a goddamn commercial for the thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we'll have to go together. But um, 
Yeah, well, it doesn't start Thursday. Like it starts Thursday uh, and ends Saturday. It's set fireworks. It's only, I wonder it's if they're every days. night. I don't know if it's just the last night. It's set fireworks too. Okay. I was pretty pumped. We're all pumped. Halloween bitches. <laughs> Dude, I can remember, like me and Zach Lay, going out with like, I could say his last name. He don't give a fuck. But going out with like Brittany and Megan, and like they, uh, them, like Megan. Feel like she was like a slutty ass Tinkerbell, and fucking Star and Britney have beards drawn on with eyeliner. Okay, they have hoodies on, and they have ball caps on. And people are first of all, me and Zach look like we do every day, but we're not going up to people's houses. We're like standing far away, like we were their dads. Right. You know what I mean? And people are looking at them and they're like you're too old to be doing this and what are you and then they'd say we're the columbine kids and i was Jesus. like oh because they because you know like the whole leftover crack yeah. and i'm like these mother and i even remember then because i was never that dude you know what <laughs> right, i mean right. i was never just offend for the sake of a i was sometimes actually hey but listen like sometimes the the situation calls for it, but, but I hear you. Oh my god, dude! And it happened like forty-seven times that night, and I just, I would hate. I'm just like sitting there, like, not saying anything, but rolling my eyes, like, God damn it! That's the seventeenth time they've slammed the door in their face. <laughs> oh, what little assholes! But yes, yes, yes. No uh, leftover crack Christmas songs, but of uh, Christmas. <laughs> Wrong holiday, buddy. Uh, yeah, whatever. I've been trying to steal the phrase the most wonderful time of year. Like, any time. I, I guess I'm like Jack the Pumpkin King. Like, I'm just trying to, like, steal Christmas and make it Halloween. Right. Because, like, I've been trying to hijack Jack the most wonderful time of year and make it Halloween because Halloween is the most wonderful time of goddamn year. And, uh, yeah, and then my kid basically said, like, that's Nightmare Before Christmas. And I was like... Oh, shit. Like, I didn't even realize that. I was like, I don't know. To be honest, I wasn't very big on that. My kids were obsessed with that. I remember when it came out, dude, I was so pumped, and I saw it in the theaters, and I was like, what the fuck was that? And I love Tim Burton, but it just was not. I'm not a singing. I didn't know it was, like, going to be, like, a, a musical. music. Yeah. And I was like, eh. See, like, my kids are all, I feel like it is more of a girl thing. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. It's, the aesthetic it's of it got that, is uh, very that, cool. That emo girl yes. type thing. The, uh, the I do I like like there's a lot of especially because it's my for my kids, but like there's Mad. We have a bunch of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas stuff. So like the look of it is awesome, but like the actual storyline and movie, I saw it's it way in 3D too. Yeah. With a girl, an old girlfriend of mine, like when an it, anniversary or something. Yeah, showing. it was like an anniversary showing, and they were doing it in 3D, so I went and saw it. Got real baked, and then went and, got, went and yeah, saw yeah, it. Yeah, that's cool. I think we're actually... We're, oh, do you want to go this weekend? I think we're planning on going this weekend. Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, in theaters? Yeah. Oh, I theaters. got tentative plans to go to the Pumpkin Patch or Dorney Park to do the Halloween haunt. Ah, uh, we did weekend. the Pumpkin Patch the other day. So I'll say tentative maybe, but uh, it, we'll, we'll talk. Yo, we're going to play the Freeze up next. The Freeze? Yes. The fucking Freeze rules. They actually have a Halloween song. And what the fuck is it called? I think it's called Halloween Night. So uh, let's see if I can find it. All right. So the Freeze Halloween Night. 
up next on Pogo. I hope I did not find it. We are uh, uh, because I forgot the Z in the word freeze. But uh, the yeah. free, <laughs> the free. <laughs> you would think it would come up though, and I forgot the R. <laughs> The fee. <laughs> F R E. Okay, we're getting close. Ah, the freeze. Okay, but uh, they don't have the goddamn Halloween song. Sean, help me stall. <laughs> um. So I was talking to Andrew, and we were ta- we were talking about movies before, and um, I'm sure a lot of you out there have seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Ah, yes. I remember the first time. Watching that movie, getting a blowjob, would be the first time watching that movie. <laughs> was, were you in a uh, house or theater? Probably a house. I was in a house, yeah. That's how down you do in, it. Down in the basement. Memories. Memories. Right? All right. Here's the freeze with Halloween night up next on Pogo. Freeze on Pogo City Radio. I don't think, I don't think we've ever played them Halloween before. night. I think we've played them at least once. You think so? All right, yeah, I'll I take your word for freeze. it. The Freeze, sure. I think the freeze is like a handful of times. Okay. The Freeze is like that band that like I forget that I know, but every time I like come across like I'll go down like rabbit holes on on YouTube, you know what I mean? And, like find bands that um I've never heard before and the freeze is how I and that's how I found the freeze and I'm like, yo, these guys are really good, actually. Tim, Tim, one time, like Tim Blanks, when he was here, he had us play the freeze. And uh, Cunningham, I'm pretty sure, had us play the freeze once. Like, okay. I definitely remember when uh, Tim was here for the first time, like in person on the show years ago, which is still on our Podbean site. Now, real quick, 
some uh, business, some advertisement for ourselves right here. But uh, you guys, once again, can go back and find every single show we've ever done, every Pogoween we've ever done as we eventually end up naming them. We've had Pogoween shows. In fact, our first ever Pogo show, as in us throwing a show, was at the Welcome Inn, and it was Night of the Living Pogo. We had a uh, Frankenstein Liberty Spike flyer, and uh, I we, had, that flyer. we had the sexy Halloween costume contest, and I told, like, you know, a pretty clean version of that story <laughs> on um, the fucking uh, Star City Punk cast in uh, Virginia with um, Tara and Savannah when we were over there. They've done, I think they've done three more shows, at least two more shows since ours was at the top of their feed. Right. But uh, you should definitely check out their shows. They were flying solo. I've been uh, listening to them, listening to them, listening to them as they pop up. I've also been listening to Izzy. Izzy's funny, yo, right? Because the way I have my shit set up, so I'll either be listening to a book or I'll be listening to podcasts on like Spotify. And when I'm listening to podcasts on Spotify, I have it set up where all the shit that I follow, like it'll just start playing the latest episode randomly. Right. So it's kind of like a random playlist of what I want. And the way Izzy always starts her show, it's not with like Pogo City Radio or hey, this is Izzy. It's some like random ass fact that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> like it'll be like I like her Do shows. you know that three million people a year drown in a puddle of water? <laughs> I'm gonna be really careful when it's raining. And she'll be like, Hey, I'm Izzy Smut. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I'll be I, like, what the fuck? And now I'm hip to it because it's happened yeah. enough when I'll be like, cause it'll be like, hey, this is Mike Florio, and uh, they fumbled in the game and it, and then it'll be like like dolphins mate six times a year and i'm like huh (laughs) (laughs) but yes i'm making all this up but check out both those shows and go find our stuff you can't find every episode on spotify and apple Podcasts, but you can find like the most recent 300 or so but you can find every single episode at the podbean and you can get forwarded from our site pogo city hq.com go to pogo city hq.com you guys can also find the Pogo shop there, order some shirts, some mugs, and uh, you can uh, click podcast or whatever, and every single episode will be there on the Podbean site. You can go and hear all the inter- early interviews from, like, how many years have we been doing this? Is it seven it's or like eight? like seven and a half years And, now. like, so you can hear all the early interviews with, like, the Devotchkas and, like, Paul from The Unseen and hanging out with Dino Sex a bunch. And um, we had a bunch of cool people on in the early days. Um, we had Glenn Spikey from U.S. Chaos. And uh, I can't even... We had Bobby Steele from The, the Undead. Undead. Yeah. And we actually did a show with The Undead. So you guys can go hear all those episodes, all those chit-chats, all those fun, drunken times at PogoCityHQ.com. And what you are going to hear next is The Undead. Now, uh, Bobby, one of the early members, now the uh, the Misfits, 
lineup is like you know murky and it's like so bobby definitely came before doyle i don't think he's technically the original like i don't think he was the absolute first but bobby did write london dungeon he was around for that era and you know there's a lot of gossipy stories when we had bobby on the show he specifically asked me to not really talk about the Misfits drama, so we didn't. But the, the, the gossipy stuff, you know, they go back and forth. He says he was just replaced by Doyle because right. it was Jerry's brother, but Jerry says that, you know, Bobby wouldn't show up, that he wasn't reliable, and da-da-da-da-da-da. But either way, he's not part of the original Misfits when they tour as that with fans. They right. do shows as that. Right. That is with Doyle. But uh, Bobby still around still uh touring still gigging around from time to time we are going to get to the undead and uh after that we're just gonna say fuck it and we're gonna play the misfits and we'll play london dungeon with bobby but uh let's cue up some undead first on pogo city radio here is my kind of town, Bobby. We weren't listening to that bunch of racket. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep the tracks rolling right into the Misfits with Bobby. Here's one he wrote up, London, Dungeon, Misfits, Danzig on vocals. Oh. 
The Misfits. There you go. London, Dungeon, Pogo City Radio, Pogo Ween. Pogo Ween. Spooktacular. So uh, I was just talking to Andrew. Um, my brother has a really cool Misfits tattoo. And uh, I've seen it. It's like the it's awesome. American Psycho where he's, he's holding the candelabra, except instead of holding the candelabra, he's got like um, marionettes on like coming out of his fingers. And he's like making puppets dance and shit. And yeah, he really, showed that to me. It's what, really cool. Do you know what gave him like what his. What, um, he... He's told me, I can't remember what his inspiration. Like he came up with the idea himself. So. Um, it's it's like an original thing. Yeah, I was just curious the thought process, like what got him there. But yeah, I have seen it myself. I remember him showing it to me. But uh, I have a Misfits tattoo, but it's like the same one your uncle has. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? But um, I got it at an NA tattoo party while I was in a halfway house. Boy, were they pissed! <laughs> so this is so like once you're so I was in like. I was locked up, and then I went to like a TC, like, like a kindergarten class that was right. like jail, but like R kindergarten right. class. And uh, then I got out of there and went to a halfway house. And then after you were a halfway house for like a while, you could get some like free time and go to the park or like go to the music store and the record store. And I was staying literally on the same road as Double Decker. I was on Eighth Street. They're on Eighth right. and St. John's, but I just had to go down Eighth and I'd be walking to the record store. Just spinning shit, you know what I mean, and listening and just right. feeling like freedom. Right. You know what I'm saying? But um, fucking, I just lost my whole train of thought. We were talking about uh, you smoke too much weed. I do, dude. <laughs> Holy shit! But uh, we were at the halfway house, and I got the tattoo. So I finally got free time where I could leave, and I like, but you had to like tell him what you were doing, especially yeah. if it was for a long time. So I was like, I'm going to an NA party with my sponsor yay and i, I came I back like that i came back and i had a tattoo, had a tattoo. and they were like you lied <laughs> you're in trouble i said whoa my sponsor took me it was an na tattoo party and they were like you're not allowed to get tattoos i'm like where is that in the rules? Yeah. I, and they didn't, because, dude, I wasn't lying. My sponsor came and got me. It was an NA tattoo party. And yeah, that's why I got the Misfits skull. If you get your sponsor vouching for that's, you, then you're that's good. That's why, well, it's not like he was standing there, but it was the truth. But I did leave yeah, out the tattoo part. Yeah, and, um, well, whatever. And that's also why it was the Misfits, because it was just like, um, I'll take that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, because it was like, we were at the meeting the night before, and, you know, it's like, oh, because I would go to the meetings nobody would go to because I would go to meetings where they would right. have tattoo parties. R you know right, what I mean? Right. And um, so, I like, I had heard about it, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'll go to a tattoo party. Fuck yeah. yeah I think I was even awesome. at my sponsor's house, to be honest. Oh. And uh, uh, don't quote me there, but I feel like it was. Right. And then it was just like I got the tattoo, and it was just me, like, giving him the finger. It was so great. <laughs> It was so great. Awesome. I That's loved awesome. it. But that was how it ended up being Misfits, because it was just like split second. It was like, well, what logo can I do? <laughs> I can either get the Black Flag logo it's, or the oh my Misfits. God, you're so right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was going to go Black Flag on the forearm, but I went, no. Because I remember saying to Black Zach when we were kids, I was like, yo, I'm going to get a Black Flag tattooed here, because when I play bass, like, you know, like, you'll see that. It'll be cool. Like, I'm going right. to get it faced like that, like, to look like. Right. And um, so uh, that was my plan. But then I was like, wait, 
that's a cool, that's a good point. And I was like, nah, I want to get something better than the black flag bars there for that reason. So I didn't get the bars, and I was like, yeah, you know, the Crimson Ghost just right. iconic. And it was just also like, it was just black lines, so it was like 80 bucks. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> like, yeah. that's awesome. How's your blank tattoo doing? Oh, it's it's nice and healed there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking good. I can see your pores. You're looking good. Yeah, yeah get some put some lotion on there, boy. You too dry. You too dry. That tattoo yeah, looks so? good. You too dry though. Yeah, all right. I would be much more moist than that. What do you use? I use uh, Vaseline aquaphor? or okay. Aquaphor. Yeah, I, I remember when I was real young, I was like using terrible fucking scented lotion. It hurt so bad. It would sting. It was terrible. But uh, yeah, then I got turned on to Aquaphor and that shit, man. Oh my God. I like yeah, lather way, my body way in it. <laughs> like, way you know what I mean? It was amazing. That shit worked so great. I remember when my blank 77 tattoo was falling off, which was my first tattoo. And I remember being on the lifeguard stand and having Pogo's face, his face and all his Liberty Spikes fall into my hand. And I was like, huh, well that's interesting. <laughs> but the entire tattoo fell off. Each and every inch of it fell. Like, and it was all colored. Dude, there is no You should get that shit touched up. Well, this is what happened. I spoke to Elijah and she brought up a good point. So I remember going from town, like going all around to all the tattoo parlors and they were all like these douchey young dudes and they all wanted like mad money. You know what I mean? And right. I just thought they were all douchebags. Like I did. Okay. You know what I mean? And um, there was one dude who was downtown and it was like back alley and he was like a Gigi Allen fan and he was sitting there talking about like the old days of fucking... Um, the valley punk scene and you right. know the different exploited shows and gg and this and that and fucking uh so i'm like i'm hanging out with this dude and i mean he's literally drawing up like on his walls he had drawn up like gg and exploited flash that he made like his own flash you know what i mean okay and i'm like i'm going to this fucking dude he charged me a buck 30 when everybody else wanted like 350 but here's the deal it those other guys that were douchey they definitely would have done a better job they would have but i liked right. this guy a lot and uh, other tattoos he did came out better they did because he did like my casualties tattoo dude that tattoo is like two years younger by the same guy it, it looks you wouldn't even guess it's by the same person. It looks really good, yeah. Yeah, my blank tattoo is garbage, okay? And what it is, if you can't see, because you're listening, which is probably the case, it's um, the Up the System logo, and it would be made of green, and I want it mine, orange, and yellow. So what the 77, the background 77, I had that orange, like Harley Davidson orange, and then there was a black line, but there was a yellow line with the black line, all of the orange and yellow, it looks like I got the 77 not colored in at all. And the dude in my shoulder was mad small. It still is. He, I didn't know this at the time, but he should have said, that's way too much detail for that small of an area. Right. We can either put it somewhere else or I can take out some of the detail. And I would have had him take out some of the detail of his face. But he put in every last mark, all the nose rings. And then it all blew out. And I spoke to a couple tattoo artists. And it would really be more of a cover-up situation. Because if you touch it up, it's just going to get shittier. Especially in the oh, face. It's damn. all blown out. What I could do though i could color in that's the, a, that, the background yeah that's what i that's I more that. what i was saying because you said but the i orange feel came like out. i know but i feel like then that would look all new 
And then the rest of the time, she would look so fucking dingy. And it's like, I do remodeling. And it's like, it's like when people like do something, like just have me put new trim up and like not paint the walls. And it's like, oh, this looks even worse. Because it just like brings out the bad. Because right. there's something all new and shiny. Or like a better example, like if somebody fucking gets new shutters but they don't paint their house. Okay. And the house is like you. real on the dingier side. Right. And then they get these new shutters. Yeah. All right. It's just like, that makes uh, it's, sense. and I feel like that'll happen with it. Cause I really want it. Cause the, the stabs tattoo was actually a gift certificate gift. It was from Renee to fix the blanks tattoo. And then I talked to Elijah and she was like, Ooh, don't do that. And okay. she was like, I, and I was like, Oh, just give me the stab tattoo. You All know right. What I mean? Yeah, a testament to my vanity. That stabs to that stabs tattoo came out. Oh, it's just awesome. fine. Too. Elijah did a great job on the yeah. logo. I highly recommend Elijah, f who used to play in the Drew Getz. I say used to because they have not done a show in like four years. But uh, Drew Getz, they don't have a Halloween song. But you know who else doesn't have a Halloween song? Now we opened up the show talking about Renee saying happy birthday. Fifty birthdays for that bitch. Fifty birthdays. Fifty trips around the sun. I know. Trip. I know. A few months ago, she was uh, dreading this one. So, uh, what are we playing next, Andrew? We're to play. We're to play Dean Dean the Sex Machines. I. It's not a Halloween song, but uh, it's Renee's birthday, so we're gonna play her uh, her old band. I remember you telling me the story of how you first heard them. Like you heard them on uh, YouTube. Yeah. Look at that pink vinyl. That's that's some sweet pink pink vinyl over there. I just I heard this awesome track and I was fixing my guitar and it ended and I was like that track was amazing. I have to go to my computer and see what track just played and I saw it was Dean Dean and the Sex Machines and I knew it was Renee and I was like son of a goddamn bitch. But we are gonna get to her band uh, because she just loves hearing herself play so much. <laughs> so, uh, but it is her birthday, so we want to play another one for her. I'm trying to figure out what side of the record I have. I think we're about to play Phone Numbers by Dean Dean and the Sex Machine. Now also members of the Bristles and um, Jody, who's now part of the Ramams. And um, who was it? It was, uh, I'm stalling while the needle drops. It was uh, the same drummer who drummed on John, who drummed on CBH. Okay. So who replaced Chad for that short time? Why do I hear nothing? God damn it! It's because the needle's not down. It was. I think I have it muted. I'm a dumbass. I have it muted. Here's Dean Dean and the Sex Machine. I hope this is why we don't play vinyl that often. <laughs> <laughs>
sorry. <laughs> I may have f***ed up here. All right, that was oh, little shit. people. New Rick and Morty starts in like a week. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm pumped. We've been watching I Rick just and Morty. That. Me, the kids, and Jess have been watching Rick and Morty for like two straight weeks, we know. Yeah. Did you see why Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon like left like well why well, I remember left the show? But what but but here's here's the kicker. Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland haven't spoken to each other Since. in like four years. Oh, so even before this. Even before there all was that mad shit drama. Yeah. Yes. I gotcha. Kind of like the one-sided, like, oh no, that was, that was the straw that broke the yeah. camel's back. Like there's there no, was, there's all the shit with Royland, which way more stuff you didn't even hear every, about. Everybody forever. knows about, or at least, um, you know, allegedly knows about. But like Dan Harmon and, and Justin Royland haven't yeah, spoken to each other friends in a long before time. that. Mm -hmm. I did hear that he was becoming less and less a part of the show, and it does make sense because, you know, it was more of like a union aspect with a bunch of writers and yeah. him concentrating on the voice and them being seasons ahead of time, and he had less and less to do with it. And I'm not saying that it was bad. I, I think Rick and Morty had some ebbs and flows. There was a couple seasons I was real disappointed in. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Last season was redeemed. I liked it a lot, but it's like you could tell that he wasn't as involved in the show. Like, go watch the pilot and then go watch The Crows. Like, you can right. tell, the sh and that's fine. Things change and evolve, and I love it all, but you can tell he had less and less of a part. But it, it sucks what happened, especially because it was thrown out of court. But you know, there was there was no other f like physical allegations, but the motherfucker was doing some creepy shit. He was. Yeah. Even though the, the, uh, the, the, the worst, so this is what's fucked up though, because uh, like I don't really feel like like, we don't really know what happened, but, like, what we do know is before it went to court, the world canceled him and he was dropped from every single show. Yep. And then we do know on the first day of court, it was thrown out. He didn't pay a cent. He didn't pay her off. So we don't know what happened. We don't know what the details, but it was enough to where it was thrown out at the first hearing and it didn't cost the man a cent. So obviously it was bullshit, I feel like. And it's right. like this dude lost everything and it didn't even make it past the first court date. And it's like we should really make sure people are guilty before they get like the societal the yeah. death penalty. Yeah. You know, people. All I'm saying, this is this just all because, but see, that is also there was other things, but not nearly as bad as what was alleged of like kidnapping, beating, and like right. raping someone. Yeah. That was all thrown out. But he was sending some creepy text messages to young girls. But nobody said that like th right. that anything. But still, it's like that's, you can't be, can't no, be, can't yeah. But like it's like, you know, I think people should be uh, convicted of their crimes before. We kill them. You know what I mean? Right, That's all yeah. I'm, all I'm saying. Be so good, we, yeah. What do we we got are playing the Ramones and getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Playing the Ramones. Hope you guys enjoyed the Halloween episode. We definitely, we're, we would get kicked off Facebook anyway. But uh, we, I don't know how we haven't gotten kicked off Facebook because we're playing like the Misfits and like, and like I know. the Joneses and yep. like, you know, like some like. The cramps, the that's cramps, the kind of yeah. stuff that gets us muted, but been lucky this far, and we're getting out of here with Punk, with Punk Cemetery, Pet Cemetery. I guess it's a Halloween miracle. 
See, it is a Halloween miracle. It's a Halloween miracle. It's the, it's, the, it's the most wonderful time of year, right? Most wonderful time of year. That's going to be the first line in the about section. It's the most <laughs> wonderful time of year. <laughs> All right, motherfuckers. I'm Andrew. He's showing we getting the fuck out of here. Remember to check out the Star City Punk cast yes. with some of our friends. Remember to pick out Nevermind the broadcast. Here's Izzy Smut. You can just type Izzy Smut into Spotify and the show will come up. And also check out Pretty Vacant, Thora and Chad booking a bunch of shows in the Poconos at the Showcase Showdown. The Pissed coming up soon. Before we get out of here, we do got to look up. So the details of the Pissed and also Mike Ramirez has some of the South Jersey shows going on. We were talking about them in a more recent episode. Before We never talked about Defiance at all in this show. I was there. It was a good time. They played great. Yay, Defiance. <laughs> I'm looking for the fucking Halloween flyers, and I can't find them. God damn it. Ramirez has shows going on. Okay, well, I did find the pissed. So October 15th, this is Pretty Vacant, which is Chad and Thora. Now check out their podcast. Um, I'm not sure if they're on Spotify yet. They'll be there soon. But either go to Chad or Thora's Facebook. I mean, for Christ's sakes, they have business cards. I'm sure they have a Facebook. Pretty vacant. So uh, type in pretty vacant, and you can get a hold of them. But uh, October 15th, we have a Sunday matinee. The Pissed, Docked, Doc Rotten, The Decons, Disposable. It's all ages. It's a matinee. Doors at two. $15 in advance. $18 at the door with a cash bar. It is at the Showcase, which is attached to the Sherman Theater. It's the smaller place, 524 Main Street in Stroudsburg. That is October 15th. Now, I remember that October 15th, Ramirez has a show going on as well, and I can't fucking find it. We are going to play Pet Cemetery, and while it's on, I'm going to find it. Sean's going to split. I will come back and tell you about the show here are the Ramones with Pet Cemetery. Playing from Andrew's S22 Ultra.
All right, that was the Ramones with Pet Cemetery. Now, Andrew, going to hang out with you for just a couple more minutes. Got some shows to mention, and we are going to play another one. We're going to come out with the same record that we came in with, but we'll talk more about that in a second. Uh, so I am over at Poor Man Inc.'s um, Instagram. You guys should go give it a follow. It is at Poor Man NJ. Go give that a follow. Always posting about a bunch of uh, great shows throughout uh, South Jersey. So if you're in that area, go give Poor Man NJ a follow. So I'm going to rattle off some dates. And now uh, we have Friday, October 20th. We have Anti-Heroes with the Antagonizers from Atlanta, Billy Bats and the Made Men from Atlanta, Doc Rotten from New Jersey, and Shut Up. This one, $20, 7 p.m. at Salty's Beach Bar, which is on Main Street in Lake Cuomo, New Jersey. So uh, stomp out and poor man and sure style punk all teaming up for that October 20th bill with anti-heroes. Now, uh, I think there are shows even sooner than that. October 13th, this is a Friday show by Poor Man Inc. We have uh, Metro Police, Mortal Ground, uh, DeSoviet, uh, Chemical X, $12, 730 p.m. That is also at Salty's Beach Bar. Mike doing a lot of shows there Friday, October 13th. Now, um, I did. this is the October 15th show, so this is another Sunday matinee show. So Chad and Thora with Pretty Vacant have that pissed show going on October 15th, a matinee in the Poconos. If you guys are staying in the Jersey area, Lake Cuomo, there is Sunday, October 15th at Salty's Beach Bar. It's uh, Kirkby Kiss, and I don't know why I don't see the other band's names, but one of them is Kirkby Kiss, and it's at Salty's. So at least you got some of the info for that, and I got one more for you. Uh, Sunday, October 29th, so two days before Halloween, 3 p.m. all ages with a costume contest. Going to be a BYOB. Poor man, New Jersey, putting on a show with Pissed-da, not to be confused with The Pissed, but Pissed-da, Tear Gas, Bride Riot, and Enforcement Droid, The Kid and The Curse as well. So this is at The Oasis, so a different club that's on Parker Avenue, and it's in Forkett River, New Jersey. So if you want to find out more about those shows, go to uh, whatever the the fuck I said to go to. And I also, <laughs> poor man NJ, that's what it was. Now, uh, I also wanted to mention another podcast, son of a bitch. I gotta find him. I don't know. I can't find him. They were at their 60th episode, and I wanted to give them a shout out and I can't find it now. So sorry. Maybe we'll find them next time. But I'm Andrew. We're getting the fuck out of here. We are getting out of here with the same album we started the show with and I have the actual 7 inch in front of me. So we're playing a record up next. So stand by for technical difficulties. But uh, the 7 inch we are playing Songs for the Witching Season. A punk rock tribute to the Devil's Holiday. 
featuring the hellspawn sound of Blank 77, the demonic debauchery of Showcase Showdown, the blood-ridden butchery of the boils, and the flesh-feeding frenzy of Patriot. We started off the show with the first track on the A side, that being Blank 77. We are closing the show with the demonic deception of Showcase Showdown. And uh, we're getting out of here with that, with the bloody... uh, This is... The name of the track is uh, The Only Thing Scary About Halloween is your fucking face. Here's the Showcase Showdown. Got to hang out with Tom and Victoria earlier this year. Good time with them. Catch you guys next week. Please hit like. Please hit share. I'm Andrew. We getting the fuck out of here with Showcase. Party's over.